All right, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, welcome to another very exciting edition of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall and me, your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. This is episode 13. That's right, 13. I would like to say it's been 13 weeks uh, since we started quarantine and kind of locked down everything, but it hasn't. It took a little while for uh, Common Sense Sundays to actually kick off as I navigated the uncertainty of quarantine and and everything else and wife taking over my studio and losing out on uh, obviously lots of live event revenue especially in the spring good lord spring and summer those are the busy times like couldn't have been you know couldn't have been the fall the fall weirdly is is not as popular a time you get holiday stuff uh and then it, it like nothing in the winter and then spring and summer it's like oh man um but i i'm, I'm much better off than a lot of uh a lot of people out there right now, especially gig workers and actors and performers and everything, I do still have uh, a little bit of revenue stream here, so that's good. Uh, but like I said, episode 13, Common Sense Sundays, still coming at you from uh, from quarantine here in Los Angeles. Uh, I am still fully quarantined, uh, but of course you can uh, keep up with us even while I sit here in a quarantine studio, and you can do that in multiple locations uh, whenever you so please. One of those would be Facebook. We are currently live on Facebook right now with episode 13. Head over, head over to facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Like our page, check back often for updates. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. Head over to YouTube, search go tell it to the wall. Uh, subscribe to our channel. That's where you're going to find all of our beer reviews, all of our parenting playlists, mental health Mondays, mental health playlists. Uh, I feel like there's a big one I'm missing, the weekly rants, uh, and of course, that'd be the big one I'm missing. The live feeds, those all get posted uh, after the fact if you're someone that doesn't like to use Facebook. Uh, that Those all end up on YouTube, usually like a day or two after uh, after we're live on Facebook. Uh, and of course, you can follow my own personal Instagram account, uh, SoCalSean, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N, uh, and that's just kind of my own personal thing. Not necessarily all go tell it to the wall. I think, well, I'm thinking about doing a go tell it to the wall like specific Instagram, uh, and and I'll I'll talk about why in, in just a minute here. But that that might be coming. In the meantime, you can follow my own personal SoCal Sean S O C A L S E A N, uh, and of course our website. Most important of all the things I've mentioned, uh, because you can actually just click links to get to the YouTube and the and the uh, Facebook <laughs> all all the Facebook. I, people still I got teased the other day for saying that I was talking on the phone with somebody and they're like the Facebook, huh? I was like, yep, that's. I've been calling it the Facebook since it started. Like I literally, part of my my marketing career in at Disney was was dealing primarily with Facebook. So I'm I'm well aware of the Facebook machine. It's just my way of referring to it. Uh, but yes, the our website SeanOrourkeLive.com uh, will have links to all those things I just mentioned, so you can keep up to date, uh, as well as stuff you will not find anywhere else. There are exclusive photos and videos up there. Uh, you're also going to find a link to our Patreon campaign. Uh, I say it every episode. Please, please help us out if you have the means to do so. Uh, you can literally get your name up on the studio wall in here, which I keep forgetting. This needs to be updated. There is a, a new name that needs to go on this on this this uh, on the wall in the studio. You don't see it as good on the live feeds. It's it's really on the YouTube videos where you're going to get a good view of of the wall supporter sign. Uh, and even if you don't want to support us because you're like, well, your podcast sucks. I don't really care for Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, there's lots of other artists and musicians and broadcasters out there. Please support somebody on Patreon uh, if you have the means to do so, especially right now. There's so many musicians and every that can't go out and make money right now. Uh, so please support them on Patreon. Go buy some merch. Go on uh, Bandcamp, like all those sites. Make sure you're, you're supporting because 
chances are, if you're listening to this, you listen to music. Most people listen to music. Maybe there's probably a small percentage of people out there that are like, well, I don't listen to music. There, there are artists that you like, and you want them to still be around when we come out on the other side of this quarantine, so support them. Patreon's a great way to do that, but also merch and, and other stuff as well. Speaking of merch, oh boy, if you are on the Facebook page, you might have seen a little post the other day. So it looks like our podcast host, Podomatic, because we do host on Podomatic. Many of you probably, you may not even know that uh, because we are, we're featured on pretty much every podcast platform out there, uh, but we do host on Podomatic. They, do, they are fantastic for us. Uh, I've, we've worked with Podomatic for the past four years, really from the very beginning. Uh, they have added a new feature uh, to, to broadcaster accounts within Podomatic uh, that actually will include merch options. That's right, options for merchandise. Now, <clears throat> I want to caveat this right now because we have talked about this in the past. There are all these influencers... <clears throat> excuse me, wall fans. There are all these influencers that have tried to get into stuff like fashion uh, and, and it doesn't do any good because nobody wants to actually buy their shirts or whatever. The cool thing about... And trust me, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, we're going to go tell it to the wall. Merch is going to fly off the shelf. I'm not zombie teeth clothing here. It's not. These aren't really cool designs and, and crazy artistic talent. These are just some cool merch that we're going to put out there. And the reason I'm able to do this is there's no upfront uh, cost on this, which is great. Uh, so that's going to be coming down this week. I've actually spent the past couple of days designing. I love that's in finger quotes for those of you that aren't seeing the video. Uh, designing a couple of products to go up on the merch site for Go Tell it to the Wall. So if you're interested in maybe, you know, like a coffee mug, something along those lines, a T-shirt, you know, whatever. There's going to be some funky stuff up there. Uh, it will be available in the next week or so. So, so look forward to that. And, uh, and like I said, thank you to Podomatic for making this available. It, it, it's actually great not having to put out a bunch of cost up front. Uh, merch is something I've kind of wanted to do for a while. Uh, you know, we have some. For those of you that watch the live videos, you see, like, I have a mug. I, we've gotten some merch here and there, um, but, but never really something just available to all the wall fans and common sensors. And that's what this is going to be. Uh, so look forward to that. Uh, and, and we're going to launch it with kind of basic stuff, and then more designs will come. Uh, down the pipe as, as we grow and, and get more stuff added to uh, the merch store. We're actually, I, we, we have more designs coming for the podcast and the channel and everything else. It's literally, I, the artist that we've been working with uh, still owes us some additional uh, you know, pieces of, of material. So we're going to have more stuff up there as well visually for you uh, if that's something you're interested in so keep an eye out for that make sure you're like you like our facebook page make sure you're uh keeping up to date on the website and you will see an announcement coming uh most likely in the next couple days i just i i am not a web designer that's the problem so like with seanorourkelive.com when i launched that uh, i had very minimal help but i did get a little bit of help and it's, it's just a matter of me navigating through all of these things because i am not technical see paul i know paul i expect to see you in a uh, go tell to the wall t-shirt although i have to check uh, I believe that they do the the merch site we're working for is international, which is always a problem I, with merch sites. It, it's it's the international shipping, uh, and especially right now, even right now in the U.S. with the USPS, it's it's going to be a challenge. Um, some merch stuff coming soon. Not going to be as cool as Paul's designs on zombie teeth, but uh, but some cool stuff to show your support. Uh, speaking of more new stuff coming down the pipes, I mentioned this last week uh, on the last episode of Common Sense Sundays. Uh, we are going to be taking suggestions, recommendations, submissions, I guess you could say, for our uh, our 
music suggestions of the week. What what started out as punk rock suggestions uh, has kind of morphed into a more broad spectrum of music. And as I mentioned on the last episode, on episode 12, uh, we, we're going to start taking submissions. So if you're out there and you have... A, a, especially a smaller band, a lesser-known band, uh, go ahead and submit those to us either through SeanOrWorkLive.com uh, or through the Something's Not Right Studios channel on YouTube, which you should also be subscribed to because uh, that's we do a lot of collaborations with Something's Not Right Studios. Uh, Jeff does a great job with, with all the content over there. Really, a much better job than I do. Um, yeah, it is a killer, Paul, but I think our new merch site uh, has, has made it a little bit easier. My my comment the comment bars are was looking funky. Their freaking Facebook changes something every time. Uh, but as I was saying, either through SeanOrWorkLive.com or the Something's Not Right Studios YouTube channel, uh, submit bands, especially smaller bands. And what we'll do is uh, we haven't worked out how often we will be taking recommendations uh, for the suggestion videos. I like I feel like I'm just putting myself in a tongue twister here. Suggestions, recommendations, submissions, like Jesus Christ. Either way, if you've got a band, uh, send it to me via SeanOrWorkLive.com or to Something's Not Right Studios via the YouTube page uh, or Twitter. Uh, really, any of the, the social platforms you should be able to submit. We're going to sort through all of them, uh, hopefully promote some smaller, lesser-known bands, which which is very important, especially in my scene, uh, like the punk rock scene. These lesser-known bands are so important because they're, they're really the ones keeping the scene moving and going and growing uh, you know, throughout, especially right now. We need to support those smaller bands, as, as I've said so many times in the past. Uh, or really, if it's a more established band that you just really like and you'd like to see a funny video that we put together in collaboration with uh, Something's Not Right Studios, then submit that as well, and, and we're going to be working on those over the next month or so. More information coming, but, but just go ahead and start sending them. Because I always like to just kick things off before I know what the hell's going on. Literally, That's literally how this podcast started. I went into a studio, I was like... What's some uh, what's some free recording software? I have this microphone, and I just I record. I was like, I don't, and then the next day I was like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> what do I do with this? And then suddenly I learned about RSS feeds and all these other things. It was kind of wild, absolutely wild. Uh, but yeah, I am I am not uh, I I am I'm not that not that tech savvy. It's just kind of throw it out there and see what happens. All right, digital trends, digital trends. That's right, stuff trending on digital the past week, the past day, the past month, really. Really, past week. I don't know. These are just funny things that I find on digital platforms uh, between episodes. One of those would be hashtag National Book Lovers Day. This one's, I mean, it can be funny, but it's also just wholesome. Uh, for those of you that are book lovers out there, share this hashtag and maybe share your favorite authors. I've, I actually saw quite a few book quotes coming out there. Uh, funny ones, inspirational ones, all kinds of great stuff. And uh, And I think... Reading is one of those things that there's so many people out there that really enjoy reading and, and don't consider themselves readers. Like for me as a kid, I was never a huge reader. Uh, but what would happen is is I would find a book that I really loved and I, I wouldn't be able to put it down. So I wasn't always reading. But if I had a book that I was really into and I liked, I was definitely reading. Uh, for example, J.R.R. Tolkien. I was a big Tolkien fan as a kid, still a fan to this day. Uh, and and any of those books, once I picked them up as a kid, and still today, if I pick up a Tolkien book, like it, it, it takes me a while to put it down till I finish it. Really, uh, and same thing with Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Uh, big Sherlock Holmes fan, uh, as as far as the classic, you know, kind of classic literature. I guess um, that's what that would fall into. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not I'm not this expert reader, but but as I look back, I'm like, no, I I I do love books. I it's just I'm not as vocal or you know I'm not one of those people that reads five books at a time I cannot keep up with five books at a time sometimes I am reading two 
at a time. And usually, if I'm reading two at a time, I've got like an, a, a hard copy of, you know, like right now, I'm still finishing up uh, Punk Rock Dad uh, by Jim Lindbergh. So it's if, if I'm reading two, it's like an autobiography and a, and a fiction book, because that's the only way I can keep track of both books. Uh, but like I said, today is National Book Lovers Day. Uh, Paul, I, I, I mean, you can still share your books. I always laugh at this because it's like, who decides if it's National or International Book Lovers Day? Uh, but apparently it's National Book Lovers Day, but we could just make it International Book Lovers Day. No, I've, I've always contended because I maintained these kind of calendars when I worked in marketing. You know, all these days, talk like a pirate day and stuff. There's just some dude sitting in a shack out in the middle of nowhere, like comes up, aha, we need a day for this. And then everyone's like, cool, that's a day. Uh, and some of them are very important days, like like a day I'm going to talk about in a minute. Uh, hashtag earthquake. That is trending right now because apparently this morning there was an earthquake in North Carolina. I believe it was western, the western part of North Carolina. Uh, I often joke about earthquakes, and I think my joking gets misconstrued a little bit because don't get me wrong, earthquakes terrify me. Uh, I lived, I didn't live in Los Angeles. At the time, but I lived in Southern California. I was living in San Diego uh, when the Northridge earthquake happened, which was really the the most recent big, big earthquake uh, in in California. I mean, there's big been bigger earthquakes. Uh, uh, ooh, that's a good one. That, I see. I, that's on my reading list, Paul. Uh, hepatitis bathtub. That's on my reading list, actually. I just haven't gotten to it yet. I'm like always trying to get through books, and like Punk Rock Dad. I'm still still reading that one. Uh, but like I said. Earthquakes, they terrify, they terrify me to an extent. The problem is that I've lived in Southern California the majority of my life. I've been around earthquakes, uh, and, and it's to the point where it, they don't even register with me necessarily. Uh, most times in my current home right now, the, only, the way that I notice there's an earthquake is I, we have some uh, pot, ha- pot and pan hanging thing in the kitchen. That'll start to shake a little bit. That'll also start to shake when a big truck drives by, so it's not... It's not a guaranteed, like, oh, there's an earthquake, but I I tend to sleep through most of them. My wife, on the other hand, uh, who did not grow up in Southern California, is originally from Bristol, Connecticut, Uh, she immediately is, and that's usually how I do know that an earthquake happened. Uh, For example, we had one here in Los Angeles a couple weeks ago, uh, very, very early morning hours, uh, and, uh, like, I, I didn't even notice it, but I get smacked by my wife as we're like, I'm, I'm asleep in bed. She goes, what? And I'm like, what, what? She goes, do you feel that? Do you feel that? I'm like, no. She's like, oh, it's an earthquake. It's like, all right. And I look at, I'm checking the monitor for my three-year-old. I'm like, she's asleep. I'm asleep. Uh, so that being said, it's not that I don't take them seriously. I will say that uh, in North Carolina, where you're not used to having earthquakes, that would be terrifying. This is, I always talk about examples like this uh you know, an earthquake popping up somewhere where you're not used to having earthquakes. It's kind of like if a tornado just came ripping through Los Angeles. You know, areas of this country that are used to tornadoes, they kind of know what to do, and they are devastating. Uh, but you, you know how to take shelter. If a tornado went rolling through Los Angeles, people would know what to do. You know, or a blizzard. Oh, God, a blizzard. <laughs> Jesus. I would take a blizzard now in Southern California, though, because then everyone would stay the hell home instead of going out and spreading this disease everywhere. Um, that's a good That's a good call, Paul. Good call, Paul, and I'm rhyming things. Uh I need to check that out, audiobooks, because I am not a big audiobook person, especially on National Book Lovers Day, but Paul brings up a good point, uh, like Hepatitis Bathtub or certain other books, uh, you know, about bands uh, or, or musicians, stuff like that, an audiobook might be better because it's actually just like the band talking about it um, themselves. I, As much as I don't enjoy audiobooks, I really enjoyed the Trevor Noah audiobook, his, his autobiography 
did the audiobook driving to Arizona uh, like two years ago, and uh, I really enjoyed that. So I think it's one of those things I just got to kind of dive into the audiobooks, and especially when it's having to do with a band. Um, so hopefully everyone in North Carolina is okay. I just, I can't, I'm immune, but I can't imagine, like if I didn't know what an earthquake was and suddenly everything starts shaking, you know, or you've never experienced one, that's terrifying. All right, well, here's a day that we can all get behind, and if you can't, uh, then then I don't know what to tell you. Uh, hashtag Women's Day 2020. Today is Women's Day. I believe it is International Women's Day. I saw lots of hashtags, but the one I pulled was hashtag Women's Day 2020. This is a day to celebrate women. I will say that uh, much like Mental Health Awareness Month, we need to make sure uh, we need to make sure that we're continuing to celebrate women all throughout the year. Uh, but it is good to have an entire day recognized to to kind of share great things about the important women in your lives. Uh, I have lots of important women in my lives. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and run down all of them. Uh, obviously, my, my beautiful, loving wife and uh, and my amazing daughter uh, and, and my mother. So many uh, are on our producer, Bridget. Uh, there's just way too many for me to list all of them. Uh, but I hope... All the women out there are enjoying today because it is Women's Day, uh, and 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 let's continue to lift up women. We lift up everyone. And in in the 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 incomparable words of the barstool preachers, uh, never look down on anyone unless you're giving them a hand up. It's one of the greatest song quotes you're ever going to hear, uh, and and that's really we if if we can all get behind that concept just in life, uh, we'd live in a lot better. A lot more productive society, a lot happier society. There's no question about that. Uh, so Women's Day 2020. Uh, another thing that's that's floating around on social platforms right now is, is kind of the shift when it comes to perception of the United States. Uh, you know, and and I was born in the 80s, uh, and Jesus Christ in the 80s. It was like the U.S. and and this, this powerhouse. And so so when I was a kid, just it was like every you know, U.S. is the greatest country in the world. And as as I got older genuinely degraded gradually over time. And, and I'm not saying I, I hate this country, uh, but we're definitely not in a good place now. And it's amazing to see the shift, uh, the international perception regarding the United States of America. And it used to, you know, it used to be envy, uh, at least to an extent. Uh, but, but over the past, and especially really over the past 10 years, 20 years, even certain little things eroding it. But now that we've gone, gone into this, this pandemic and the horrible response from the United States and our government here, we're finding that the uh, the international perception of the United States has, has turned kind of to pity, to pity, and then also realizing that a lot of Americans are extremely selfish. We are a very selfish country. We always have been. It's just now that people are dying by the thousands, there, there's concrete evidence of how selfish we are as a country. And so trending on digital platforms right now, we're seeing that perception from other countries. Not only shift, but go... and. And not only shift from how it was when I was a young kid, obviously, but it's even shifted over the past couple months. It's got, I mean, we were kind of the laughing stock, you know, a month ago. Everyone's gotten so much come out of this, not maybe not come out of it, but they're coming out of this pandemic where we aren't in the United States. Look at Italy. We were all sitting back and praying for Italy and go, oh my God, it's so terrible there. They locked everything down and then they came out of it. We didn't lock everything down. So we're kind of laughing stock. And now it's hitting the point where we're just getting pity. The rest of the world feels bad for us. And it's funny because it's our own fault. It's our own doing. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that um, when it comes to mental health because there's something very interesting that I, that I found about a week ago that just really speaks to uh, how I've been feeling and I know how a lot of other people out there have been feeling. Uh, one more thing in digital trends. Another thing trending on all the 
digital platforms right now is the Sturgis Rally. If you're not familiar with the Sturgis Rally, uh, it is a huge motorcycle rally that happens annually in, uh, in North Dakota. North Dakota. It's huge. It's thousands upon thousands of people. People ride bikes from all over the country. Uh, they ride their motorcycles. And when I say motorcycles, we're talking like the Harley-style motorcycles, not the, you know, the, the kind of, I don't, even, I don't know the difference between these. I'm not a motorcycle guy. You know, dirt bikes, and, and these are like the Harley ones, the cruising bikes. Uh, just, just thousands of people descending upon Sturgis for the Sturgis rally. Uh, it's actually happening this weekend. Uh, they didn't cancel the rally. In fact, uh, some, some government officials said they couldn't keep everyone from going there. Well, you can. You can close stuff down. Close everything down. It will keep people from going there if they can't go there. But regardless, it's still happening. And we're talking about people coming from states all over the country, areas all over the country, converging into one spot. Nobody's been wearing masks from what you can find on digital, on social platforms here. Nobody. We are, they are spreading the disease like crazy. Absolutely like crazy. And what's going to happen is all those people, all those people attending the rally are going to go back to their home cities, their home states, their home communities, and they are going to spread the disease even more. Um, I'm just at the point where I'm like, we're, we're all going to die. I, I'm almost resigned to that where I'm like, well, this is it. This is it for us. Doesn't help that I finally started watching that <laughs> Umbrella Academy, uh, but I digress. COVID updates. That should roll us right into COVID updates. Last night in my neighborhood, we have a ban on gatherings here in Los Angeles. Uh, definite ban. In fact, the mayor of Los Angeles came out this past week and said uh, if, if properties or places are caught having gatherings with people, uh, their, their electricity and water could be shut off uh, for noncompliance with the, with the gatherings ban here. Um, multiple parties in my neighborhood last night. And in fact, I was sitting in my house and a neighbor across the street, I could hear them having a party and I'm kind of like, oh, Jesus Christ, you know, what's going on? And I'm, I'm doing my best to ignore it. I'm ignoring it. I'm ignoring it. And then the band starts up. Yep. Live band right across the street from my house. Big party going on. And that wasn't the only one in my neighborhood. I walked into my backyard and I could hear other multiple parties going on, which is very typical for my neighborhood on the weekends. However, we're in a pandemic still. We're, it's not going to get better. If we keep doing this, it's just not. And here's the thing, because I had like, and I've had people say this to me and, and, and I've been doing my best to do it is people say, you know, just do what you can control. And it's like, okay, yes, I get it. I'm not going to sit here and say, everyone needs to sit in their home. Everyone needs to never leave their home the way, the way I am dealing with it. However, there's certainly an in-between of staying home, avoiding everything and having a big party. That's where we need to get, is that in-between. At the very least, we need to get there. Otherwise, it's never going to end. And like the Sturgis rally, you, you, you think about certain communities that are, that are taking this seriously, and I'm not talking about cities. I'm talking about communities, the punk rock community. There's not a single concert. None. None of them are happening. It's all happening digitally. Burning Man, completely canceled. But then we have Sturgis there in North Dakota. And you can take a big guess as to where that crowd would lean politically in this country and figure it out from there. It's horrible. It's still a political thing here. It is. And in fact, I'm seeing it uh, in, in one of my communities. Uh, my high school in San Diego, I actually went to private high school. Uh, my high school in San Diego just filed a lawsuit against the governor of California uh, to, to sue for the right to have in-person classes 
this fall instead of doing uh, distance learning and digital learning. I would like to point out that when I went to my high school, it cost $5,000 a year to go there. Yes, $5,000 a year. It currently costs $22,000, over $22,000 a year to attend this high school that I went to. The interesting thing is it's a Catholic high school. It's a private high school. They often, in, in Catholicism, they often like to hide behind uh, protecting life. But as we can see here, this is not protecting life. This is protecting money. They are simply trying to justify $22,000 a year for a student to attend high school. High school. That would be free if they were attending a public institution. That's all it is. This isn't caring about where your kids, where the students are learning. This is all about justification of that astronomical tuition, and that's all it is. That's all it is. And people are falling back on this. It's going to affect kids. It's going to affect kids mentally. You know what's really going to affect kids mentally? Is if a couple of their classmates die. That's really going to affect kids mentally. I can tell you that right now. You don't have to be an expert to realize that. It's all about greed. But that, that's where the responses get crazy, too, because I go on my alumni page. Yes, because it's a private high school, we have, like, an alumni page and all this stuff. There's still, it's kind of wild. Like, I, there's there's definitely some Al Bundys running around. Not just my high school, but all high schools. I see this, especially with social platforms. You're like, you, you still, all right, you're still living like it's high school. You're, you're 43, but you're living like it's high school. Cool. Cool. Glory days. You know, whatever. Uh, but it was interesting seeing people calling the governor of California a communist. And all these other things. And it's like, clearly, again, this is a political thing. And it turns that way every goddamn time. And it's also just mudslinging from one side, I'll tell you. Because they're like, the governor's a communist and all this other stuff. And and yeah, fight on and all this other stuff. Whereas the other side's kind of going, is, is this the smartest thing to do? Shouldn't we value students' lives? But that's where we are. Uh, and the other, the other important thing to point out, and I haven't looked at this for other states in the U.S., uh, but California numbers have been underreported. It's actually worse than it looks, and it doesn't look good based on the numbers we're getting. It's not good. However, it's even worse than it looks here in California. Uh, and I will say some COVID updates. Rebellion Fest uh, happened online yesterday. Paul, I, I screwed up. I was, I was out doing some yard work, and I came in, and I was like, oh, damn it. I, I missed when they played it live. Uh, I got about halfway through it last night. I got to finish it up after I get out of the studio here. Uh, but Rebe Rebellion Fest online, uh, that was rescheduled for next year. Most importantly, the Barstool Preachers uh, had a set for the Rebellion Online Fest yesterday. So check that out if you haven't. That was a free one. That wasn't like the $10 one we talked about last episode. So check that out. Uh, and speaking of things getting canceled or moved to online, Punk in the Park was actually rescheduled for yesterday here in Southern California. And I got that nice little calendar reminder yesterday that I should have been seeing music, live music, and I wasn't. Uh, fortunately, it's been rescheduled to next year, uh, and they added no effects. So um, I think I'm going to be seeing two days, as long as we can actually have concerts next year, which who knows if that's even going to happen. All right, I want to talk about some mental health here, uh, and then we're running short on time, but i got a couple of entertainment things to talk about as well. Mental health. Uh, COVID, there, there's a thing called COVID exhaustion. And, and it, it, it 
can partly be what you're thinking it is. Yes, people are, are exhausted with COVID and they're, they're tired of, of being stuck inside. They're tired of not being able to see loved ones and everything else. Uh, but there's a certain side of it that once I had seen this and started to think about it, I realized is absolutely me. And that's, that's what I was talking about with that in-between, giant parties versus just staying at home and not seeing anybody. See, for someone like me, to sit at home, to be stuck at home for six months, going on six months now, uh, and then seeing parties, seeing things on TV, seeing things like Sturgis, that's the COVID exhaustion for me. It's not so, I, yes, I am tired of being stuck at home. I'm tired of not being able to do things. For the love of God, I'm tired of not seeing live music. This is the longest I've gone without seeing live music in a long time. Long time. That's how I fill my cup. Mentally. Although I, I need it. I just, that's, you know, every, everyone has their thing and that's my thing. I need it. However, I know that's a sacrifice we'll have to make right now. So the real COVID exhaustion for me is watching everyone else just kind of go about their daily lives. Watching people walk around with no masks. Watching a news report about a, a church in Ventura, which is uh, north of Los Angeles, but still Southern California, where they were literally told by the government and, and a restraining order filed against them to not hold services indoors. And they were, they were holding services indoors this morning. That's the exhaustion. Is feeling, and, and I'm not the only one. I know there's lots of people out there that have the same feeling that you're doing all you can. You're sacrificing so much. And then you have people just running around willy-nilly ignoring everything, ignoring masks, ignoring social distancing, having a giant rally. And I'm not talking about the protests. I'm talking about unnecessary rallies. They're not out there in Sturgis trying to get change affected. They're just out there spreading disease. And I sit on my couch and I watch all these things happen. And it's exhausting. It's absolutely exhausting. So keep that in mind because you may be feeling that way too. I know a lot of listeners, common sensors, wall fans are, are going to be feeling that way because you have that common sense. You're trying to do all you can to help stop this spread. While we watch other people out there do nothing. Ignore it as if it never happened. I see it on social platforms like crazy. People are just doing whatever they want like it never existed. There's still people out there that think it's a hoax. It's absolutely insane. Absolutely. But that's the world we're in now. And that's the toll it can take on your mental health. And so all we can do, all you can do, all we can do, all I can do, is look out for ourselves. I'm looking out for myself and my family. That's all I can do. And try to not ignore, because that frustration's there, but try to deal with that frustration as, as positively as possible. Because it's a long road ahead of us. We're nowhere near the end of this. And especially in this country, in the United States, the only way we're getting out on the other side of this, and that's clear now, that's clear, is with a vaccine. Because no, most people in this country are selfish and don't want to take the necessary steps. So the only way we're getting out of this is with a vaccine. So that'll be next year, sometime. All right, parenting. I want to talk a little bit about parenting. Uh, just a couple things here. Parents are preparing for online learning coming up in the fall. Uh, now, it depends on your community, your state, your city, jurisdiction, whatever it might be. But uh, obviously, the larger cities like here in Los Angeles, it's going to be distance learning. They're not doing in-person learning. 
I found something interesting. A story came out of Illinois. One of the school districts there in Illinois actually made a rule that students, once distance learning starts here in the fall, uh, will not be able to wear pajamas uh, for their distance learning. They can't wear pajamas while they sit on a computer and learn lessons digitally. I understand where this is coming from. Uh, I think, now my, my daughter is three, so I'm, I'm not having to get her ready for, for distance learning, schooling, or anything. Uh, but there is something to be said for, for a normal routine for your kids. You know, get them dressed, have breakfast, make sure they are ready for their actual lesson plan. But I will say, when you, when you, when you nitpick things like this, like pajamas, you end up coming out not looking as compassionate as you think you are. And I will tell you, I guarantee there are people out there listening to this podcast that wore pajamas and sweatpants to school. I wasn't able to wear pajamas and sweatpants all the time to school. We had a dress code. You had to, you had to, wear, you had to wear pants and a, and a collared polo shirt at my high school. However, senior year, you were allowed to wear whatever you wanted every Monday to school. And I can tell you with utter confidence, every single Monday of my senior year of high school, I went to school wearing sweatpants. Still learned. Still learned. So like I said, while I get one side of this, let's not nitpick those kinds of things. Let kids be comfortable. I've only worn jeans once for the, uh, since. Uh, so I wore jeans March 13th. That was the last time I was out anywhere other than just like driving around or, you know, I've walked around my neighborhood. I've been in the car twice, like to drive around. Uh, and then I wore, I've worn jeans March 13th and then once since then uh, when I did my little drive around <laughs> that I talked about a couple weeks ago. I put on jeans. Felt weird. Oh, man, did it feel weird. Other than that, it's sweatpants, shorts all day. Give them to me. Give them to me. Which, honestly, I do that anyway. I mean, like if, 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 if you haven't found comfortable pants outside of jeans... Uh, do a little research because there's so many other options out there and you can like not sweatpants. I'm talking pants that look good, uh, but you're not going to be as constricted as you are in jeans. Uh, another thing I want to say from a parenting standpoint is, is parenting groups. I think parents need to find like-minded groups. Um, I actually f- noticed this early on, uh, you know, th- but like three years ago, my wife had found these multiple, multiple Facebook groups with moms and stuff. And it was like venting. And she used to say, you know, I, you dads need groups like this too. And there's stuff out there, but I was like, ah, what do you mean? You know, well, like less than a year ago, uh, I found a group called punk rock dads. And I've talked about groups on Facebook, which has renewed my enjoyment of Facebook, uh, because I actually utilize the groups now. So I, I go and I see things from like-minded people. Now, most of it's music based, you know, punk rock stuff. Um, like I run the Barstool Preachers fan group page, you know, it, it's like, and that, that has given me a renewed like use for Facebook uh, instead of just sorting through all the muck, you know, uh, and less than a year ago, I found punk rock dads, punk rock dads, uh, which is, was perfect for me because it's all about the music I enjoy, the scene that I enjoy. Uh, but it's all dads in there too. I'm sure Paul, you must be in that group, right? If, I, I assume you're in that group, Paul, cause you're a dad. Uh, but I, and it got me thinking and, and my wife even said the other day, cause I was like, I was laughing at my phone. She goes, what? And I was like, it was something I was laughing at in punk rock dads. She goes, I'm so glad you found that group. And I never I didn't think about it as I was, you know, seeing this and 
getting laughs and advice and giving some advice. I mean, I'm not the best one to give advice on anything. I'm not I'm not the smartest guy out there. I don't. I tend to not give a ton of advice unless it's something I really know well, uh, which is not a lot of things because I'm not the smartest guy out there. Uh, but Punk Rock Dads, it's fantastic. And I was thinking about this this past week. I, I think everyone that's a parent needs something like that. You, you, you need your tribe. You know, there's the old saying, it takes a village. You just need that place, that place. So if you're a parent, and really this goes for anything, but specifically parenting. We're all dealing with challenges right now. Oh, I'll send you the invite, Paul. I can't believe you're not in there. I just assumed you're in there. I assume every dad I know that's a punk rock fan is in there. It's a huge group. Uh, there are a lot, <laughs> there are like straight up punk rock dads in there. Uh, Polly, Polly Van Pop's dad is in there. And there's also some punk rock artists that are in there that I don't want to just name drop them but if you go through and you look you're like oh oh you are a punk you literally have a book called punk rock dad yeah no he's in there uh so I'm gonna send you that invite later Paul or if you see it before then I don't I can't believe you're not in there but find those groups especially right now just digitally um because we're all going through challenges right now whether it's parenting you know mental health standpoint whatever it is find those groups like I talked about punk rock saves lives that's another great group, not not parenting based, but to, to from a mental health standpoint. These these are all things you need. So think about that. Check it out, uh, Paul. I don't know why you're not in there. I'm gonna send. I'll as soon. I, once I get out of the studio, I'll send that over for you. All right. A uh, couple entertainment things I just want to go through really really quickly because I, I've talked about this so many times. I, I always love things that kind of start coming full circle. There is a certain influencer on YouTube named Jake Paul. This guy has been getting in trouble for like years and I've, I've talked about him almost since the beginning of the podcast. He is a terrible influence. Just he's a terrible influence on everyone, especially on the tweens that he, that his content is geared toward. Well, the latest on him is he's being investigated by the FBI. They raided his house in Calabasas, which is a upscale Southern California neighborhood uh, looking for guns. Yep. Guns. Uh, so I think we're finally going to see Jake Paul, uh, the end of Jake Paul, hopefully, and hopefully his brother Logan Paul, but who knows? I, I, I'm going to believe it when I see it because so many people get canceled, uh, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and like, if, if you get canceled, that's your bad, dude. You, you did something. You did something. Don't get mad that people are like, no, we don't want to, we don't want to support you anymore. Uh, but this one, Jake Paul, Jesus Christ, he, he's a, co he's the cockroach of influencers. He really is. The cockroach. You, you can't kill him. I'm, I'm not saying kill him, kill him. I'm using that as an expression. You can't get rid of him. I'm not, I'm not trying to actually kill Jake Paul. I just don't want to see him in the news anymore. I don't want him influencing kids in a negative way anymore. He's the cockroach of influencers. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Disney World scaling back their hours. That's right. Uh, so if you're one of those people that feels the need to go to Disney World and possibly get yourself and others sick, uh, they're scaling back their hours. The interesting thing is they're scaling back their hours because of low attendance uh, and reservation cancellations. And uh, I saw that and I said, well, duh, that kind of makes sense. We don't really need to be congregating in large areas right now. As much as I, you know, I joke about Disney, but then I do give them credit on the Disney experience. If anyone can do it correctly during a pandemic, it is Disney. It's just still not smart. It's, it's not. It's not smart. All right, one more thing I'm going to leave you with. Well, two more things. <laughs> I want to mention one other thing. Looks like sports are still doing okay other than baseball. We got another outbreak. been following these outbreaks in baseball. We got another team uh, had a bit of an outbreak there in uh, St. Louis. 
Was it St. Louis? Yeah. I can't even keep track anymore. Baseball not doing well. However, uh, basketball and hockey, the NBA and the NHL, doing really well in their bubbles. NBA has had no positive tests uh, over the past couple of weeks, and I believe it's the same for the NHL. We don't hear as much about the NHL. Uh, it's just simply not as popular here Um in, in the U.S., it's not as popular, but especially here in California. There's not a lot of not a ton of hockey fans here in, in Southern California. I'm one of them. I'm a big hockey fan. Uh, but to, to be fair, my father's from Boston. My father was born and raised in Boston, which is a huge hockey town. That's mainly why I'm a hockey fan. Uh, also because I just love the sport. So at baseball, I think we're about done with that for the year. But it uh, looks like basketball and hockey are actually going to finish up. My Bruins are playing like crap in, in the NHL, but they're going to actually finish up, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, one thing I want to say, I'm so late to the game on this one. I, I had it on my list, and I've been waiting. like I, for, Not waiting. I just hadn't gotten around to it. Finally, my wife and I started watching The Umbrella Academy. Uh, season 2 just recently dropped on Netflix. If you're looking for another show to watch, check that one out. Uh, I've been thoroughly enjoying Season 1. I, we have not finished up Season 1, uh, and all, all I will say is especially for me, uh, who someone who has dealt with mental illness for the majority of my life, uh, Klaus is absolutely 100% my spirit animal. Uh, and I will say I'm not endorsing this in any way, shape, or form, uh, but I can, entire, I can relate entirely too much to somebody doing drugs to silence the, voice in their, the voices in their head. Uh, now, I'm not comparing myself to superpower Klaus, but I can definitely relate to that. He's definitely my spirit animal. Uh, also, just great character development on, on all the characters in there. So check out Umbrella Academy. I'm late to the game. I know everybody's freaking watching it. I just hadn't gotten around to it yet. And uh, and it's it's great, 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 great writing. Uh, the editing gets a little ridiculous at times, uh, I can tell. And, th- and that's when my film school mind turns on with certain shows like this. And I go, okay, <laughs> we get it. We get it. Yep. The editing and cinematography at times you're like, yeah. All right. No, no. You think you're being subtle, but you're kind of shoving it down our throats. And we, I, I see what you're doing there. Not necessarily. I see. Yep. Okay. Uh, but that, that'd be the one complaint I have, but it's not enough to, to make you not watch a show. It's just, if you, if you have a bit of that film school background, like I do, you look at certain things and you go, okay. Yeah. Now you, you studied blah, blah, blah. You, you really, you were a big fan of blah, blah, blah. Like you can always tell. Uh, that'd be my one complaint, but the character development, so good, so good, and if you know me, I am all about dialogue and character development, Kevin Smith, that's the reason I got into filmmaking, uh, so I'm a big fan of Umbrella Academy, oh man, man, oh man, probably go watch a couple more of those shows tonight, all right, that's gonna do it for us, uh, with episode 13 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall, I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Also, YouTube, head over to YouTube, search go tell it to the wall, subscribe to our channel. Uh, make sure you're also subscribed to Something's Not Right Studios so you're up to date on all of the collaborations with them. Uh, and most importantly, would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Uh, bookmark that one. That's going to keep you absolutely up to date on everything and also give you access to certain exclusive things that you will not find anywhere else. Uh, and merch coming your way in the next couple of days. That is definitely coming your way. Looking forward to seeing some some Go Tell It To The Wall merch out there in the world. 
And I will say, I don't mention this every episode, uh, but please, please, please make sure you're subscribed on whatever uh, podcast platform you like to utilize uh, for listening to podcasts. Please subscribe. We uh, we do we do so many unique listens uh, like throughout each each week, every episode, really, and continuing throughout the month because sometimes the 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 views and listens pop up for for older episodes uh but the subscriptions uh really also helps us with our analytics so wherever it is you listen to podcasts make sure you subscribe uh we host on podomatic but you can find us like just about everywhere uh also keeping in mind that google play podcasts is going away but the google podcast app or whatever is replacing it it's We'll, we'll post about all that stuff, but please, please, please make sure you subscribe, share, tell your friends, do all the things uh, that helps us to continue to grow and, and bring in new formats and stuff. We're, 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 I'm working on some interviews and everything else, uh, which will be another section of Go Tells the Wall in addition to Common Sense Sundays. And so it's just a matter of, of getting those numbers up there um, to help with our analytics. So please, please, please make sure you do that and share all the things. Share it all share it all. All right. Uh, like I said, that's going to do it. This has been episode 13 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell to the Wall and me, Sean O'Rourke. We will be back next week. Same wall place, same wall time. And until then, remember, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense. <laughs>